Welcome to Don't Wait the Kids Podcast, episode number 64. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm Samantha. <laughs> What's going on, Samantha? Uh, yeah. How is our bi- bi-monthly podcast? You know, it's no. not my fault. All right. It's always a good way to start off a podcast. <laughs> Things have been crazy since... You know, probably 2020 for everyone, okay? There's dips, there's valleys, there's hills, there's valleys. Sometimes we record a podcast every week for like a a month. Sometimes we might miss a month. Whoops, I don't know, you know? You're horrible at apologies. (laughs) Uh, I've been, I've, you know, been having some issues. Yeah? Yeah, I pulled my back. I, I. How did you pull your back? Now that has really nothing to do with the lack of podcasting because that happened on Friday and today's no Thursday. Today's Saturday, and the kids are taking a nap because they wake up at the butt crack of dawn as usual on a Saturday, which I'm really tired of. The butt crack of dawn. I was putting some juice boxes in the fridge, and that was it. That's all. I bent down too low. I didn't did you bend know. your knees? Yeah, I bent my knees a little bit. Uh oh, not a little enough. I didn't squat down. I didn't think I'd have to like How did you act think? like I was uh, some fragile old lady. Now we know. Well, it's been a while since you ran your last marathon. I just figured maybe squatting might help out with the whole uh, not injuring yourself thing. So I bent down to put juice boxes in the fridge. I'm going to skip over that, what you just said. <laughs> and I felt like a slide and a click. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever... Did you hear a click? I did. A little click. And that's when you know. My day is ruined. <laughs> Everything's... And thank God my sister was here. Because otherwise, I couldn't have done anything. I was, I, I was like... I didn't think I said much, and she felt bad. She's like, I didn't know you were really hurt. I thought you, like, hit your hit your knee or something on the door, and I guess I kept saying, I'm not okay, I'm not okay, and I was just in the fridge hanging onto the door, and that's just where I decided I was going to live until you came home, you know, and she got me, she basically dragged me to the couch, and... um. And, uh, you know, and I, I, she, we finally got to the couch, which felt like forever. And then I just laid there half, like my legs half off the couch. And I said, this is it. This is, this is now where I live. I'm going to stay here. And she was like, no, this is where I reside now. She said, so you don't look comfortable Mm -hmm. at all. You know Mm -hmm. how we get, we, we all moms us. About comfort. We like people to be comfortable. So that should be your motto. Our son comes by it honestly. Like, he refuses to wear jeans. They're not comfortable. Can't wear. <laughs> the other day, he wanted a, a, one of his shirts, and they were all in the washer. And so I gave him one of your shirts. And he's like, this isn't soft at all. I'm like, not everything can be soft. All right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So she, like, did everything for me. And I was just, like, some little old crumpled woman on the couch and it hurt 
a lot. I know, I've been there. It actually hurt more than having children. Now, wow. that's only because I had an epidural and I would only have children with an epidural. So, I mean, I don't know the full effects of that. I'm sure it didn't hurt as bad as that. But from my experience, you know. When you squat down and... I didn't squat. I bent. Oh, you bent that down. Was my, I'm, never, yeah. I'm never bending again. I'm not. Well, it doesn't, it's random. It's not like you did something wrong. It's just something just... Yeah, your body it's goes. random. That's why I'm not doing it again. I'm not bending anymore. <laughs> if there's something on the floor, that's where it stays. <laughs> I can't do it. All right. Well, don't get mad at me then when the stuff's on the floor. No, you have never done that to your back. I have hurt my back. No, you, not like that. I mean, not like that. Not like that. Have you ever felt a slide and a click? If you've never felt I've the heard slide a slide, sli- what's the sound of the slide sound like? You so feel, clear. you feel the slide. Oh, you, feel the slide. <laughs> you feel the slide, and then a click at the end, and you're like, "Shit!" <laughs> so, your bending has been fine. Your track oh. record of bending is unscathed. So you can pick up the stuff on the floor, and I won't be. And I and and I even thought I don't know what we're gonna do about the fridge because. We can't have anything in those bottom drawers that everybody forgets about. You know, we're going to have to put everything up. That's where I put all my stuff. Good. That's all where you, all your stuff. All your beers can go in the bottom two drawers because I don't need those. Th- th- those are your new enemy? <sighs> so here we're sitting on the all couch right. um, with a heating pad on. And Ryan had the audacity to suggest we sit at the table on hard chairs. That's how you can tell he's never felt a slide and a click. What? What a coincidence! That's we're using the program Audacity, so it works out swell, swimmingly. What's that look I'm getting right now? I don't know. It's just when you try to be funny, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know if I should look away or if I should acknowledge it. Well, you can't look away now because you're pretty it, rigid. If I pretended to laugh, you would know it wasn't genuine. You know. <laughs> try. Every now and then try to pretend laugh. I'll let you know if I, if I figure it out. <laughs> um, it's been a while since we last, I don't know, what we're, we talked about. We're, we talked about Moon Knight last time. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, oh, we watched the first four episodes now. Um, we're, episode five is already out, but we haven't seen it yet. And then next week is the finale, which will be, <clears throat> I guess, the shortest recorded length of all the episodes it's the shortest episode I don't like that I guess most people don't like that but then you don't like things too long yeah but there's a lot there's a big (laughs) difference between a three and a half hour Batman movie Mm. and which you still have not seen yet because it's just the idea you don't have to sit and watch all three hours in one sitting that's the beautiful part about it it's just so much to commit to is it it's you commit to and you, you can commit to ten minutes at a time we'll whittle our way through Batman. Yeah, and you and Ryan has tried to get me to watch that at least four times, and I'm just like, it's not. There's so today. many movies we tried to Today's watch. Today's not the day. That's that's literally the saying every day. Today's not the day. You have to be in the right space for certain movies, you know, and other movies you could watch all the time, like Friday. You could watch that every Friday, but some movies you have to, you know, like you have to prepare yourself for it. And Batman, that's... I'm going to need a lot of preparation. Well, there's a lot of movies I, are on a list I want to see coming up. Yeah, you always have a long list. So, but because I'll say, hey, do you want to see this? You go, yeah, I want to see that. And then I had to wait, which is really dumb. I'm going to stop asking that question because... Don't wait. <laughs> just... <laughs> 
Well, okay, so now I can I can watch Coda by myself. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Child of a de- Death Adult. Yeah, does that sound like something I'd want to watch? Um. No. And yeah. you said, "Oh, it has a really sad ending." So I don't know why you even. I didn't know it has put sad. And I don't know if it's ending or what. Sure, there's sad, a sad part. That's oh, so I, I don't, don't like sad parts even. I didn't know that. Until you knew that. You no, not when not, not when I was me. ready to watch it. I didn't know that. Um, what about? Do you want to see, Ambulance? What's that about? It's the new Michael Bay. Nope. What about Uncharted with your boy Tom Holland? I love Tom Holland, but I can't stand that. Mark other Wahlberg. Guy. Ew. But yeah, I'll watch that even though. Now will you watch the movie with both Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson in it? No, that's an easy <laughs> one. That's a hard pass. Um, where were we on Moonfall? We started Moonfall. That has somebody in it, doesn't it? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Patrick, what's his name? Patrick, what's his Gleason? name? Gleason? Is that his name? Patrick oh, Wilson. The guy, oh, the guy from, yeah. That handsome fella. All the scary movies and... Um, so I, I watch some stuff sometimes. Of course you do. By myself. Yeah. Because I have to. Uh-huh. Um, I made I made notes this time. Good. So, you I'll, I'll tell you first. But I think I talked about the show once, but I don't know how far we got. I talked about our flag means death, right? No. So this is a show. It's on HBO Max. It's called Our Our Flag Means Death. And uh, I'm gonna try reading from my notes and see how well it goes across. We'll see. Um, wow. I know. You're reading from your notes. I know. Like a professor. <clears throat> You're not getting paid. Oh, flag means death. What? I'm not getting what? Paid. Oh. <laughs> I said something else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a pirate show. Uh, it's a pirate show about oh. horrible pirates. Is that the one that's funny, kind of? It's a dark comedy. Sure. I think I told you about it when I started watching it, but I finished I it. I saw part of it. Let's you saw something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's done by... Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, I was going to say... T- um, uh, Taika Watiti. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's funny. He's in stuff. He's funny. Yeah, he did uh, Thor Ragnarok. He directed. Oh wait, that. no, I get him confused with the guy who does the books. Tanhasi Coates. Yeah, they kind of have both weird, you know, weird names. Sure. But, yeah. Um. Uh, it, it's a dark comedy about a man who leaves his family to become a pirate. He discovers that he's a horrible pirate, uh, <laughs> but that he's a. He's great at being a horrible pirate, and that's okay. Like that, essentially, that he, you know, he, he's when he becomes a pirate, or you know, takes on the title of a pirate. He's no one. His, his whole crew is just made up of people going, "This is not going to work out well." It makes you wonder, like, where he got, gets the crew. But um, at some point, he befriends the pirate Blackbeard, the feared pirate Blackbeard. Yeah. And. Uh, him and Blackbeard, um, they they f- uh, find the appeal of being the two opposites of each other. Whereas Blackbeard's like the stereotypical like pirate, like he's rugged and strong and like kills without warning, and you know has you know he's a pirate. Um, whereas the main character, who calls himself, goes by the gentleman pirate, <laughs> has his own library on the ship, and just he he doesn't doesn't like violence and stuff like that. So. Um, the crew themselves, like I said, they're also horrible pirates, but that's why they're great. Uh, the takeaway of 
trying so hard to be something or someone we think we're supposed to be and realizing finally that that is something we ultimately don't want can be life defining and awakens a whole new way in which we view the world. What did you say? Because he, um, the whole point is like he, he goes on his journey because he thinks it's like the grass is greener. He thought he wanted to be a pirate. And he got there. I don't there. know who signs up to be a pirate and doesn't know that it's very violent. <clears throat> well, he was just uh, romanticized about what being a pirate. He he thought he knew what a pirate was. Like when when you tell a kid what a pirate is, like oh I can't be well, like I want to be a cowboy. Like oh I'll be a cowboy. But then you when you watch like because from watching westerns, but then you you know do some history check and you're like maybe not the funnest thing to do or you know. You're on a ship with a bunch of dirty men eating seafood, mm-hmm. smelling disgusting. Grog. You're stealing things. You're just like, yeah, you're raping and pillaging your way through the seven right. seas. How does anybody think that's... Well, he thought it like, it's like sea and adventure. You know, like he wanted to do that kind of thing and swashbuckling. All right, all right. So he gets there. He realizes, one, that he's... N- not only is he not a good pirate, but it's also that lifestyle is not something he necessarily wants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at some point, him and Blackbeard, like, have this... They're, they're like, discussing. They kind of... Say, well, let's switch roles. You teach me how to be a, um, a fancy man or whatever, <coughs> and you know, um, so he can retire and join society. Where and then, the gentleman pirate will take his place as being the new scourge of the seven seas or whatnot. Um, that doesn't work out well either. And uh, but basically, like the whole like it's this whole thing of um, once he realizes that I don't want to be a pirate anymore, I just want to be. Steed. Steed. I'm Steed. His name is Steed. I know somebody named Steed. Do you? I was, yeah. I've never heard that term. I've never heard another. I mean, obviously not. My old dance teacher's husband was named Steed. Is. I never met uh, him. Is it E E D? No. E A D? E D E. E D E? Steed. Uh-huh. He's called Steed, the gentleman pirate. Yeah. I think he's actually the, the actor. Sounds like old money. An old money kind of name. Yeah, it's there's a great episode where he they 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 land and he's trying to teach Blackbeard you know how to like the like he's been training Blackbeard like the different um, these are different forks you know on the side of the plates and what they're for and this one's just for uh, escargot and stuff like that and and how to dress so he 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 they it goes to a party and uh, uh, he's doing and Blackbeard feels like he's doing so well he doesn't need Steve anymore. And he's left alone with these guys, and, and they all lo- love him and adore him because he tells uh, these stories, which they think are fake but are entertaining. And at some point, they they grow bored with him, and they they start ma- basically like how they attack people is you know with words and um, sarcasm and just just belittling people. You know, that's hmm. how it was. You know, steed means a stud horse. It's not widely used as a baby name for boys. It's not even the top 1,000 names. But its earliest origins are Anglo-Saxon, of course, obviously. So what are you saying? Save this. It's so rare we want to keep it as a future child's name. No, it's just interesting. 1840s. So around the 1800s. I don't know when this is supposed to take place. Like, I feel like 1700s. Pirate times. Um. Do you know the best... Most successful pirate was a woman. You were telling me this. She's in China. A Chinese woman. But there was no Chinese pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean, which seems oh, a missed well, opportunity. I mean, 
right? And we all know how Disney does everything up and accurate. Well, I mean... Not that I'm complaining. I'd much rather see our Pocahontas than what actually happened <laughs> in real life. But, sure. you know. But, but um, a lot of people do complain. A lot of, of people don't like that. Oh, the uh, pl- the Disney Disneyfying stuff. Disneyfying you know? stuff. Well, it is a. I get it. Talking yeah, to audiences, kids, it's kind of hard to have a musical, entertaining musical cartoon show based on like Hans Christian Andersen, like things where people's feet are getting chopped off. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of want to put that under the rug yeah. for now. Yeah. You know, and, and introduce some talking mice. Yeah, uh, singing, Gustav. You know, singing mice and birds and sure. Yeah. I mean, the birds don't sing, let's be real, but yeah. the mice do. <laughs> they still kept the disturbing scene of them, like, basically ripping off her her dress. And it just seemed, that seemed rough as a child I was watching. So that seems angry. And yeah, it's a sad movie. I remember, yeah, Atticus, he gets really, remember when that was one of his movies? Yeah. He got he, that from the girls. He's so, Cindy, he called her Cindy, loved watching that movie. That and Alice in Wonderland, yeah, but he got real irritated in that scene. He's like, I don't want to watch this anymore. You know, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I gave, uh, so like, like I said, it, it, I won't, I guess I can tell you how, it, I'm not going to spoil how it ends, but there's, I think there's going to be a season two. Yeah, because people might want to watch it. I don't mean I, me. I know. It, so, I, out of this guy's creations, like, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as funny to me as, um. What We Do in the Shadows, which is also one of his works. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's a... It was... I mean, they had some fun characters. Like, the, the pirates... His crew themselves are really hilarious because no, they all complain that he's not a good pirate when they're... They're horrible pirates. And at one point, they get... Um, is it assumed? Or they get uh, acclimated and they get... Uh-huh. They have to be a, another crew. And they're like, we don't want to do any of this stuff. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like one of the pirates is great because the whole t- like the first like two three episodes like like oh it's, it's Silent Jim or something like that like and he's like like the only one who's skilled at anything and then when you find out it's a girl who's undercover who is the yeah, only real threatening <coughs> men- member of the crew and stuff like that it's great I it was yeah um, it ends with a little like weirdness well, not weirdness but like I it took a different direction than I was expecting but it. Um, there's there's definitely like a romantic bond between Blackbeard and and Steed Interesting. at some point. I think they just they were so romanticized by everyone by either side's what they perceived as their journey or like who they were and the character they wanted to be. And they both had that same arc where like they were romanticized what they wanted what the other person had and when they finally got it, they didn't like it and they t- tried to take it back so so they they leave you kind of where they want to find each other but now but Blackbeard's upset with Steed, and Steed is looking for Blackbeard. Huh. But, but they're, you know, I, I hope they keep making, because I will keep watching them. I gave this two Steve Buscemi's. That's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Right, right, right. Huh. Yeah, you watch a lot of things. I did watch a movie that I was excited to tell you about. Well, go ahead. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called uh, The Tender Bar. Have you heard of it? No. It stars um, Ben Affleck, that one guy who played Cyclops in the new X-Men stuff. I don't know if you remember him. He's also Ready Player One. He's all these things that you have not seen. You've seen the X-Men. Like, there first are class. so many X-Men 
movies? I don't know anymore. I don't remember. Young Cyclops. Who played Young Cyclops? Young Cyclops. He, he's in a bunch of other stuff, too. He's, he's getting pretty big. Anyways, um, so it's based off a true story. Let's see here. Um, oh, more notes. Good. Yeah, this will help me keep on track. Uh, it's based on a memoir by, by J.R. Mockinger. It's about a young J.R. who is raised by his single mother and his uncle Charlie, played by Ben Affleck. Uh, his real dad is um, a radio DJ, like a voice on the, on the radio, uh-huh. and simply referred to as the voice on the radio. And it's, I thought you would, it like takes, I want to say, I want to say it takes place in Boston, but it doesn't take place on um, Long Island in the 1970s. So it's kind of a period piece, which I lose you a little bit. Uh, no, I do. I'm fine. I don't know how many times I've had to tell you this. I am fine with movies set in other time periods, of course. I don't like when they make it look hokey and stagey and it takes you out of it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I don't like. Give me an example. I, it's my, my example all the time is... Um, what's it called? The King Kong. That King Kong movie. Oh, well, that's because everything was CG'd. No, it has nothing to do with CG. Oh, it's heavily CG, the green screened. Well, it just, maybe, and it made it look like... Yeah, it looked fake. It looked like a set, like a movie, like a stage, like a theater set. I mean, you know, it was the same people that and worked like, on prequels. And almost the costuming and the, and the hair and makeup was almost too much, you know, too much 20s that it felt not real. Took you out of, yeah. Yeah. 70s... And 80s, I think, are way more doable. It's fine. Any time period is fine as long as, you know, it just has to be all the costume and makeup and hair. Mm. You know how I am about that kind of stuff. It has to be right. Otherwise, I can't. I can't believe any of it. Um, My period piece is just fine. And I don't even know what, what does that mean, a period piece? Takes place in a different period. Yeah, but that's almost every movie. But it's Would you a classic call working girl a period piece. No, Cause it took place. It was made in the eighties, and now it's not the eighties. Well, then that doesn't make it a period piece because that's when it was filmed. But now is it a period? But if you piece? film some, make a film now of the nineteen twenties, that would be a period piece. Uh. Anywho, so what? Back to what I'm watching because I didn't take any notes. Um, but, I didn't um, finish what I was talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, keep I'm going. I'm trying to sell you on this. It's working. Hold uh, on. Go ahead. Oh, hold on. You're, it's working for you? Yeah. Um, so Ben Affleck plays his, his uncle Charlie. Right, so basically his whole family helps re- take care of him, takes him in, because the dad's a beat, you know, deadbeat dad. He la- leaves, and he and he's only known for being the voice on the radio. Um, and, like, so his grandfather, uh, his mom's dad, is uh, Christopher Lloyd. Um, I don't remember the other actors in, in that as well, but... Um, I just I, I find it I think it might have been up for some nominations or something but uh, I find it charming how Ben Affleck's character kind of does take on a father role and he never it, he doesn't like seem to try for it he just kind of fits this like I'm going to take this kind of my wing I'm like you know my because he always takes care of his sister it just kind of had this like um, kind of that uh, George Bailey like honorable thing to do kind of character you know Ben Affleck huh he's a good actor alright what's wrong with Ben Affleck why'd you say it like that is he a good actor or is he Ben Affleck has he Ben Affleck and everything yeah uh he's he's range he's got a pretty good range I'd say he's almost 100% Ben Affleck 
almost and everything. All the time. I disagree. He did that. He tried to do that Batman voice for a little bit, but he, he was, was very like Batman. He did well. Batman. He was fine. He's a fine Batman. He's now listen. There's nothing wrong with Ben Affleck other than he's a philanderer in his personal life. A philanderer? Yes. He can't stay faithful to save his damn life. But other than that, you know, that has, that, my doesn't, feed, like, that doesn't come into his movies. According to your Google feed, what? You know, him and J-Lo are back together. Yeah, well, that's a dumb move on J-Lo's part. I mean, if the past <laughs> is any, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Let's learn from our mistakes and move on. But whatever. His movies are good. I do like He's him. just Ben Affleck in his movies. That's uh, fine. Sometimes so, we like that, you know? There's, there's, I think there's a difference. Like, there's a different character. He can do, like, what's that one that was nominated for all that stuff that he wrote? Um, Argo. Uh-huh. No. He was different in that than he was as mm. Batman, than he was mm. in Mallrats, than no. he was in... I disagree. Um, He's just Ben Affleck in different Goodwill movies. Hunting. He's just Ben Affleck in different movies. No. He is. You can say that about everybody. No. He, he has different... He has Here's, Gary Oldman range. is not Gary Oldman in different movies. He's different. He makes you hate him in movies you're supposed to hate him. He makes you love him in movies you're supposed to love him. He makes you not trust him, but then you come around to love him later. That's a good actor. Anthony Hopkins, same thing. You hate him when he's eating people. You love him when he's saving people. That is Anthony Hopkins. He can be different characters. Ben Affleck is your normal American, like, everyday Sometimes tall, he's Boston. Yeah, he can do a he can do he's, a fine I mean, York Boston accent, I guess. Isn't he kind of from there or something? I don't know. But moral of the story is Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck in a lot of movies. And there are a lot of actors that we like who are like that. I'd say Tom Cruise is another one of those. He's very Tom Cruisey in almost every movie he's in. You know, we hire them by say we, I mean, you know, the people who do the movie casting. Because they want that guy in the movie. They want his character, you know, his personality to be in it. What about, like, um, Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Oh, that's Isn't a hard one. Isn't he Michael Caine and everything? He is, isn't yeah. he? And so, he's great. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, Sometimes you want you, that. Right. You want that kind of thing. You know, I mean, Ben Affleck, is he an amazing actor? I don't know. Michael Caine, now I've seen some range from him emotionally, you know. He does a he does the mean Ebenezer. You know what I'm saying? He does a good. He does a is that good, the range? Where he does Alfred that, like, to Ebenezer Scrooge. Where he makes you want to cry. If he makes you want to cry, that's every movie he's in. That's his character. And he and he gets he evokes. That's an why I would never invite him over to a family gathering. He just make me want to cry. Yeah. If he makes me, I mean, most things make you want to cry. But if he made me want to cry, rude as hell. But truthful. But still rude. You're a big crybaby. I'm not a big crybaby. You cry at everything. I didn't cry at this movie. I wanted to. But you but know I why didn't. you didn't? Because Maybe I did ben cry. Affleck was. I in think it I did cry. Michael I'm sorry. King. I take that back. I did. I absolutely cried at this movie. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I give it one Steve Buscemi. Wow, that's really good. So it's like Lord of the Rings. Now I liked it. Well, that's tough because I give that zero Steve Buscemi's. Oh, okay. I, Is that even possible? I told you I make it possible. <laughs> That's a five out of five. Okay. Um, I just, I just like it wasn't so much. It was just that character of who's like does the right thing. It was attractive in this thing, and it was like it's also that whole like I'm also trying to the films about um, people who grow up with like in a in a culture of some sense it was it's on a on a culture it's on a you know like 
He grew up where like, he learned everything from his uncle, who was a smart guy, but he owns a bar. And uh-huh. like, um, and all this kid's friends were people that went to the bar because he would go there and he'd hang out with his uncle at the bar. Um, the kid grew up to be an, an author, you know, uh, and he's just a very talented guy, but like, it's just like, it's also that, it's that Goodwill Hunting vibe of like, you understand the camaraderie. The, fam- the family through community kind of thing. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So one, one sleep machine. But I have a transition for you. Oh, good. Like, you know, we're talking about um, how, like, you know, like, you got, uh, Michael Caine is, uh-huh. as a, as a um, I thought of someone else who's also like that, who, who that we, we like, and we, but we pick them in the same roles and everything else. What? Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Who's in a show that we're watching. It's pretty Christopher Walken-y. Yeah. And nine years older than my mom. But he looks like he's 105. Does he? He does. Does he? I've been really concerned about him for years. I thought he was going to go any second. Well, they made him look older And then older I realized while, he was 79. 79. I've just said my mom's age. <laughs> Only if we do the math. Now, um, I knew him from... Batman Returns, he played Shrek, and they had him in a white wig. So it's kind of, I couldn't, I can't gauge his age very well. Well, now he looks like he's 105, and he's 79. He looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the same character, and like that's what the appeal is. You want That's what I'm right. saying. And I didn't say anything negative towards Ben Affleck other than he I'm can't saying he has, I'm saying ben Affleck has more to more save his life more without range. cheating on some... You know, with some nanny or whatever. You know, that's his personal problems. I still like him in movies. Whereas Mark Wahlberg can suck it in real life and in his movies. See, there's a difference. Yeah, well, you need to have, have uh, just a whole episode dedicated to suck at Wahlberg. <laughs> is that as you would call it? I mean, we are we are canceling apparently Will Smith for slapping a guy. Not nice. Very unkind. Um, not being a bucket filler for sure. <laughs> but... Like, now they're trying to take off, you know, Independence Day from, like, wherever it was streaming and all of his movies. Like, come on. Take off Independence Day? Don't, yeah. They're removing, they're talking about removing all his movies from what? Netflix. Like, don't punish me. I didn't slap Chris Rock. I wouldn't have, but I didn't. And I like to watch Will Smith movies. I haven't since then, just because, so, you know, yeah. I've been busy watching other things. But meanwhile, Mark Wahlberg Love. performs a hate crime in his past. And everybody's like, no, that's fine. One of these things is not like the other, Ryan. Can you guess what it is? One's from Boston, one's not. That's that's kind, kind of it. That's close. <laughs> You're almost there. Uh... That man, by the way, is blind. In one eye, forever. Chris Rock, yeah, that sucked, but not blind. You see. So let me ask you something. We'll talk a uh, cancel, uh, bringing up cancel culture. Like cancel culture now is like, like you said, like like studios go, well, we're not going to make your films. We're going to cut all the stuff that we're, all the projects you're working on. Like they're making um, another Bad Boys or something. They paused it. We talked about that. But like all these other films that he's being dropped from, and Netflix is trying to kick st- whatever. But like, look, take someone like Mel Gibson, uh-huh. who did something. I mean, did or did not? I don't know if it's ever been confirmed. But basically, hate, uh, hate speech or something. As far as I recall, it could be more. But that's the one I recall uh, being anti-Semitic. Yeah. 
And there was, uh, there was he's, something else with him. So he disappeared for like five years, came back, and he's still doing films. And now, granted, they're not blockbuster films, but probably because he's producing his own work or whatever. But he's st- you could like if there were a blockbuster store, you could still go there and find a relatively recent Mel Gibson flick. You know. Uh huh. And and there are like there's both him and Wahlberg in that Father Stew film. You know? Yeah, and this is the thing, more than the hate speech, which, you know, is bad enough, but it's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it's just speech, but, it, you know, it's bad. He also um, recently pleaded no contest to domestic, in a domestic violence case. Who did? Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So he <laughs> would, like... I don't keep up with the Gibbs. But, I, you know, like, that's... If, if we're going to do that, we're going to start, like, pulling movies... Awful, you know, like they've mm-hmm. already made their money from it. You know what I mean? Like now everybody else is just getting punished. Like I like watching Independence Day on the 4th of July. It's my 4th of July movie, you know. But also he's not the only person in that film. Right. That's true. And all the people who like made that movie and like who don't get hardly any credit. It's just not fair to everybody. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then but then we let certain people who do we decide? Like we have people who are, you know, rapists and you know domestic violencers you know domestic abusers I, and um hate crime hate you know people like you know like i just it's just but we let some who decides who gets a pass and who doesn't you know uh the what do they call that the, the and i hate to even talk about this because it makes me feel a little bit like i'm aligning myself with no, fox news but, which i am not but like the, I don't think so. I think there, like, there's we've talked about this before. There's parts of cancel culture that I think come from a good place, and there's parts that need to be reined in and need to be analyzed more instead of just dropping people. Um, like for instance, I think maybe how like Mel Gibson's thing was handled, or like where people like you know you don't cancel their body of work that they've done because it's not just their body of work. Uh-huh. You could say. Well, now that we know this going forward, we'll we'll make this decision based right. on that. That makes sense. And, if it's, and also, like, some, I think there's a whole thing where, like, the part about cancel culture I don't like is like, well, if you did this, and if then whatever your crime was, you cancel from here on. Regardless if they if they try to make amends, if they try like you know, people are allowed mistakes. Uh huh. Like even the Will Smith thing, I think that could I be mean, of all the things, all the things that but, I've just brought up, slapping somebody is the least offensive. Sure, you and know? easiest to fix. You just go on and apologize, right. which he didn't really do. He did later on Instagram. Still. Oh, okay. It's I mean, it's insta apology. That's almost as good as like if I slap someone in the face, as long as I put something on social media, going, "Oops, I'm sorry." Well, I mean, he maybe he probably he wasn't sorry. He should have called what's his Chris Rock and apologized. You know, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. You know, like it, the the point is, is that we let all these other people's movies keep going, or like you know, like Mark Wahlberg has not gotten canceled at all. You know, we're gonna go more deep dive in this as to why you don't like. Like I know there's stuff that he did to try to make amends. I don't know if that... He tried to get the courts to um, just excuse that whole business so that he could become a police officer. Just what we need. A Mark Wahlberg with a badge. No thank you. Like, it wasn't his first time, too, being racist, you know. So, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I should, I should. I'll, I'll save that. But for that's part of the discussion. Yeah. But it's part of the thing. It's like also like, like you said, you raised a good question. Like, who gets to decide? So what? it's bo- it's bothersome that I'm gonna say it as a black person that that he's continuing to make movies after getting convicted of an actual hate crime. Meanwhile, Will Smith hits somebody in the face and he's like, all of his movies are getting taken away. It's just crazy, you know? And it just and, and feels slightly racist. It's all over the place. Dude. Like, uh, so, what are the other people that have been canceled as well? Like, um, gosh. Um, Which pisses me off at Will Smith because he should have thought about that. When he, he's not just any man, you know what I mean? Like, he can't just get up there and do that. And he knows that. So it's a whole thing. It's a, it's a lot of things. Well, it's a lot of people. It's also like how they, it's who they are when the, when the event happens, like their celebrity status. Uh-huh. Um, it's, and also how they handle the event and how long of time between that. And so, like, watch, for instance, the guy from Pixar, who Lasseter, who got in trouble um, just he kind of just went. He just kind of like pulled a Homer Simpson and went back in the shrubs. Like we haven't heard anything about him since uh-huh. 2020. Uh, 2020. Yeah. What did I just say? Okay. So like, and so it's just like because we haven't heard anything. <laughs> I think that's a strategy of like, oh well, five years down the road, here he is making another animated film. And he's back again. You know, like without like um, Brett Ratner, the guy who did um, Rush Hour and. The third X Men film. He, do? he got in trouble too for sexual harassment or something like that. Good Lord, you know. And so, oh, here come the kids. But yeah, and so like, it. Someone else pointed out like, uh, what's that guy's name? Harvey Weinstein. Like he still has his Academy Awards. Hmm. They didn't strip. Well, I don't think they're. Um, I don't think they're taking away his Academy Awards. They had talked about it yeah. at one point. But there, or I guess he just has the one. He's on a on one of. Uh, he can't participate in the Academy for a while, but he didn't he? Didn't vote. he step down? He did. So, but all that means is he can't vote on other movies. But I guess my sister was saying he's also not allowed to go for ten years or whatever. Like, is he allowed to be nominated? What if he happens if he's in a film? I don't, Yeah. Well, before I mean, I kind of stopped keeping up with that. But before they said that he was still allowed to be nominated and win Oscars. But I don't know. This if has that's just become changed. more about Will Smith. We talked about this I think two episodes ago. But yes. yeah, like. It's also the the academy is a joke in a lot of ways, and this is just another way of like, what are we? It 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 shatters that already. Like we've we've dolled up this dung pile too much, and it's all about cele- you know, celebrating celebrities and those in the academy. So it's like it's never about searching for quality films and talent. It's about who how we vote for our best friends. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't. I hate to sound like a socialist anyway, but Uh-oh. I think you know, celeb. We put too much, like too much money, too much Is that a focus, socialist thing? too much. I don't think celebrities, actors, should be paid nearly what they are paid. I don't think that we should like the movie industry. I know it brings money to our economy, but it mostly brings money to studios and actors, not even the people at the bottom who make the movie. So. I mean, yeah. could that money be going? Same with sports and all that stuff. I don't care. I I think we should pay people who save lives, people who teach kids. That does happen to me, me. But I just teach. Oh, preschool. look how that turned full circle. <laughs> um, well, I'm serious. You know, like it makes no sense that you know some one person can make 
you know, $5 million for one, two hour or three hour movie, the way they're going, you know, and. Are you referring to the Batman? Just the, all three hours now. And all, if they, if all they're not, hours. they're almost three hours. They're like two hours. Like the boys just saw the second Sonic movie, and I was going to look. How long up. is it? It's over two hours. Remember any, the movies any were ninety film, minutes. But kids' films. Here's the thing. They used to Anyone making be, movies out there, an hour and under two hours. That's key. Key. Ninety minutes is a sweet spot. That's a good sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Don't veer too much from that. Kids' attention spans are all you know are all over the place. And let's face it, sometimes we all have the attention span of kids, so I can't stand it too long. But if it's good to our, like, I will watch, I'll sit down right now and I'll watch Infinity War and Endgame together. I don't care. Bladder be damned. You know, Delicious. I mean. How long was the second one? Uh, two hours, okay, two hours and two minutes. Okay, so Sam's actually wrong hours. on that one. She over-exaggerated by That's, two minutes. I, it's exaggerated. Yeah. Not over-exaggerated. I'm over You over-exaggerated. It's just exaggerated. Goodness. <clears throat> but, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what we're doing right there. I was going to say something. I was going to Oh, you were talking about okay. important people. Like, and how we don't value people. Like, you were saying, like, because of, like, like teachers. And oh, yeah. My mom was a CNA her whole life because that's what she felt called to. Because she knew how much people who were in nursing homes needed good care because they were basically being neglected. So she worked her whole life taking care of other people for hardly any money at all just to try to stop people from getting neglected. She'd have like 30 people per her one person right. for 30 people to take care of all night well, like that's are we supposed to take and care so of the elderly? we just as a society are we're just mixed up and backwards like we're sending our old people in the homes to get neglected and abused and like you know where we could be taking care of them we could be putting more money into health care into like so we don't have as many homeless people we don't have people without insurance you know and even the insurance that we have now where it's like you know it's not good enough you know where we don't cover eyeballs and teeth as part of health care that's unacceptable like other i just you know it's a whole thing um <clears throat> i was talking about that um michael lewis writer was talking about like made a list of the most important most influential people actual influential, mm-hmm. but aren't important mm-hmm. and that guy who like on his own time figured out how a body will um or, or an object will float away uh from a boat when if dropped off a boat like just testing over and over again and through his he made his own algorithm and stuff like that and figured and figured out like so basically if someone crashes say five miles off the coast and and it falls off a boat that with his algorithm, they figured out they can pinpoint a more general idea of where that person is. Uh-huh. They can find people, yeah. and ever since they started using this thing, they can save thousands of lives. But no one knows his name. Do you even? Know I can't him? remember his name. Yeah, but uh, and it's, it's that kind of thing. Like, and the, but the, his whole point, the Michael Lewis was like, "What if we put money towards people that actually do stuff?" He says, and it's very thing that it's very simplistic questions that you have. The different tiers of people. You have the very people at the top that own everything. You have the people that they put in, in uh, managerial positions, and then their managers. And a very and seventeen layers down is the worker in class, and like a lot of and a lot of and to say that 
how do you get a great idea that's in a, starts in a working class and how's it going to make all the way to the top? It's rare. It mm-hmm. never happens. Mm-hmm. So the person has the money, the finances, and the means. There, there's no way, uh-huh. you know, it's very rare that that would occur. Yeah, the pulling yourself up by your bootstraps thing is a lie. Well, it's not so much it's like a lack, I mean, it isn't lack of money, but it's like the communication, no one listens to anyone in the working class. They only listen to people, you know, at the top mm-hmm. who have the spotlight and stuff. And the thing is we keep putting people there. And it's like, it's a natural humanistic thing you know like it's why people put emperors in charge of people because like they like to have someone in charge at some point but we need a star trek society oh basically yeah how's that yeah work? like we're... isn't there someone in charge of star trek well of the federation now yes but like everybody works their job and okay now this does oh. sound like communism kind of Sam, everybody works their what, job right? and Sam, you don't pay socialist. you don't pay for <laughs> That's your that's your new <laughs> subtitle. Your, your new title. My tagline? You don't pay for food, you know, like you But don't you with you don't. with uh, invisible Everything's, credits? No. I thought when you're on I swear like you on the Voyager on the Voyager that because you said like if they don't have enough credits that they, their their rations are taken out or something they like that. They have they are rationed certain replicator like creds yeah because only because they're in the delta quadrant and they have no um they need what is it like to save power deuterium some sort of i can't remember something that that fabricates some power thing that yeah let me ask you something so i'm whatever you're in the alpha quadrant you're good who's a basic a basics uh like person like who what is their the officer an officer uh-huh i mean like you have to be an officer whatever it doesn't matter you so you're given the same amount of credits as other another officer right uh-huh. as far as a replicator thing uh-huh. but what's a stop so it doesn't matter what you replicate so i could have steak no it does meal. matter oh why only it only matters in the delta quadrant because they don't have if you were in bookmark this is the part where sam is a bigger <laughs> nerd than i am if you were in like, if they hadn't gotten thrown out to the Delta Quadrant, uh-huh. then none of it would matter. They could replicate till the cows come home. They could replicate a So cow. the next generation, why don't they just all have steak? I, that, they don't want steak. They want crap food? I've seen them put some stuff on there going, like, I think that's prison food. Other times, like, I get, like, different aliens have different, you know, uh-huh. palates. Like, sure, I want this weird, crazy rice noodle thing that's made out of eyeballs or something. But they do talk about, like, one time Chakotay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Name dropping. He uh, replicated a um, a uh, pocket watch for Janeway, and he said like he saved up his replicator rations. I feel like gifts are meaningless if you can replicate anything. Hey, you know what? I made you this ultra. Rare. No, it's not really rare because everyone can make it. But <laughs> I made it. But it's the I thought. placed the order. See, and this is where the term "it's the thought that counts." Because you could replicate gold. But well, couldn't he, this couldn't is... he just draw a picture of a watch and that have it mean the exact same thing? No. Because right. you can't use a watch from a drawing, Ryan. Obviously. Well, it's not that she's carrying around. She's not carrying a pocket watch. She did. She has no pockets. She did carry around a pocket. They do have pockets. Do they? Yeah. They're stylish and functional. They don't have any breast pockets, though. Actually, they do. They have other uniforms that can be added over. Like and that's the other thing that I don't like with a socialist society you have on Star Trek is they're all wearing essentially the same clothes. That's because they're on a ship. Where's they're your artistic the, style? They're like in the, all gone. I'm talking about like other people in the world. 
that aren't in Starfleet. What if you're not have, in Starfleet? Then how does that work for credits? Then you have. That's you what I'm telling you. It's there's no credit system. The only, and I'm gonna say this one last time. The only reason that happens is because they're in the Delta Quadrant. And they're you understand they're what I'm rationing. Saying? They're rationing. I know, but Otherwise, I'm saying I'm saying in the Federation. You had, if you had a replicator, you could replicate anything you wanted every day, all day. Mm. Yeah, sounds delicious, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I'd be huge. <coughs> it the replicator wouldn't even it would burn out. Like it, I would just like put on. <laughs> the way people just would go, go replicate ice cream into my mouth. <laughs> you know, like you know, be what? like Wally. Huh? We'd be like, <laughs> well, then why aren't they obese? That makes no sense. Something doesn't add up. Because they're, it's like they're, it's about their minds. They're like ideas. They're ideals about society and people and how people should work together. How humans can connect with different races and different, you know, around the universe. By making love with green aliens? If that's where it started, then... <laughs> Replicate this, he says. Where no man's gone before. Did you know there's, there's a new Star Trek that's... It's, it's, um, it's, they redid the original Star Trek. So it's Kirk and all them. But different actors. Mm, sounds terrible. But um, I think that's where we have to end it today because we've just sent our son back upstairs because He's he woke fine. up for a nap. Okay, so what are our goals for the <laughs> one? A podcast a week would be great, but it's hard to do. hard to do. My God, sorry, that was a little bit of, of my Good Mountain Lord. Dew coming through. You see, this is what I'm talking about. You have like no production value in you at all, at all. That's real. I'm the producer. Okay, the, you're the I think you misunderstand, you misunderstand what production value is. You if if, if by production run, value is, is you a, can run is, the laptop. A belch is not a value. You, but you it just could don't be a even understand. If I go baba booey, like baba booey. You always you like you just don't. You're drinking Mountain Dew. A bad idea. Why? You know what I'm saying? For the reason that just happened. Nobody wants to hear that. This is a podcast that came out of us drinking beer. So. Did, does that, do you see, hear me burping into the mic? You would hear me burp if I had a beer with, on my hand right now. It's questionable that I don't Saturday have one Saturday afternoon. Yeah? Tis the season. And that goes out to all you. Say your thing, babe. What's my thing? I don't know. I'm the producer. Okay? <laughs> so that would make me? I'm just telling you. The what, talent. <laughs> you know what? I'm the producer and the director. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm one of those. What the heck am I? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. We're all... Oh, it's come back. It's come back. Ryan. I can't. I can't. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's getting a Charlie one. Ah, in the foot. Oh, okay, goes. Ah, to all you late night parents out there. Godspeed. Godspeed. Ryan. Oh!